This is the Fan Chicken Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Uh, if this is the first you're hearing about this, congratulations. You are probably not annoyed with me for waiting so long to actually release a podcast. If you are one of the many people who follow me on Band Chicken, which is where I originally posted about making a podcast, you are probably very annoyed with me as it has been weeks, months since I posted about it and I never actually recorded one. That is because, uh, what many of you probably know about me, I'm very lazy. But today is a new day. It's Thursday. It's April 23rd and I'm really excited to start recording this podcast. And so uh, I'm first just going to introduce myself if you don't know who I am, which everyone who's listening to this probably does know who I am, but if you don't, I'm Sam. I'm 22. I'm a senior at UC Berkeley or UC Berkeley Zoom or Zoom University, whatever you prefer to call it. Uh, I'm a double major in computer science and media studies, and I have a lot of interests. Those can include TikTok. Uh, I'm a TikTok fanatic. I'm a TikTok fiend. If you don't know, uh, one of my TikToks recently went viral Uh, And by viral, I mean got over a million views. And while that may not be an accomplishment for many of you, as TikTok is generally an app used by middle schoolers, uh, for me, that was a very big accomplishment. So that was exciting. Um, That's probably the most productive thing I've done. All of break. I also love drama of all forms. This can mean a variety of different things. Uh, This can include television drama, celebrity gossip, YouTuber gossip, TikToker gossip. I'm here for it all. We'll definitely be releasing some podcasts where I discuss my love of that. Um, As Taylor Swift once said, I swear I don't love the drama. It loves me, except for me, I would have to say that I swear I do love the drama and the drama also does love me. So speaking of Taylor Swift, um, I'm also very interested in music. And if you want to know all some music examples of things I like, uh, we got Taylor Swift indie music, um, musicals, and pop punk. Now, I understand it's a very broad category, but I think if I was to summarize it into one, um, I would agree with what Spotify said, which is post-teen pop. That is the genre of music I like. And uh, finally, I love to talk to myself. I do this regularly, whether I'm in my car or in my room. Um, And the reason why I like to do that is I'm sad and lonely. (laughs) Um, No, but actually, I just love talking to myself or just like talking in general, very talkative person. And so I thought a podcast would be a great avenue for me to explore my interest of talking. So without further ado, um, I'm going to start by talking about something new I've tried and done over quarantine. And each week I'm going to do this and I'm going to talk about one thing I've liked that I've tried that's new over quarantine and one thing I haven't liked that I've tried and done over quarantine. So for this week's thing that I've liked, Um, That was Chloe Ting's two-week-long shred challenge. I'm on day seven, actually, so I'm halfway done. I've been really enjoying it. And, like, while I haven't seen a complete physical transformation, I would definitely say I'm getting stronger. And I know that Chloe Ting's workout challenge has been, like, critiqued a lot. I've seen a lot of critiques particularly on TikTok, but also that's the main form of social media I use. Um, And I just have to say, like, I think it's great to just, like, try and live an active lifestyle regardless. And... Even if like you're not getting abs in two weeks, which I think is pretty rare, even though that is the goal of this challenge, 
I think you definitely are getting stronger. I feel more confident and better about myself uh, after even just doing it for one week. And I plan on continuing even after the two-week challenge is done. And this week's dislike is I tried to make this TikTok whipped coffee. So for those of you who don't have a TikTok or don't know what I'm talking about, this trend was kind of popular a couple months ago where people would like mix some instant coffee, some water and sugar together and create this kind of like peanut buttery substance and put it within milk. And it was like this iced coffee trend. And it looked really good, like very aesthetically pleasing. It did get a lot of hate from some people, like people tried it and said it didn't work. And other people said it made them shit themselves. And so me being lactose intolerant bitch I am, make this coffee with almond milk. So it's not as bad as it probably would be with milk. Actually, I know it's not as bad as it would be with milk, but it's definitely not great. And something that people have not been talking about, about this whipped coffee, is that it takes forever to get it to be that like peanut buttery consistency. Like if you're not using an electric blender, which you probably shouldn't be because there's not enough like uh, substance to really be using an electric blender. You'll just be blending like the bowl essentially. It just takes like more than 10 to 20 minutes to make this freaking coffee. And I've, I'm the kind of person who I just don't have the patience for that, but it's so good. I really do enjoy it. It wakes me up. Um, and so then as for the plans of this podcast, as of the time of me recording this, I don't have a name for it, but I posted on Man Chicken, so please take a look there, give me some recommendations. Um, but I plan on posting once or twice a week for 30 to 45 minutes, and it'll be based on the things that you vote for or suggest on my iconic Finsta, Band Chicken. If you don't follow me there, you should be because it's iconic and I post there a lot. And I don't mean to toot my own horn, but my Finsta is my lifeline and I will have guests for future episodes. So stay tuned for that. Let me know if you want to participate. I'm definitely down for any of you to come on here and talk with me. So today's podcast theme is all about Malibu. Let me just say before I even start off with the introduction, I did not think there was enough to talk about Malibu for an entire podcast episode. So originally I was just going to like briefly mention her like sparingly throughout these podcasts, but I recently wrote down an outline for this podcast and there's pages upon pages of things. And I'm not even talking about all the things Malibu does that is like weird or like noteworthy. There is so much content about her that I just had no idea. So yeah, we're going to get into it. Now I will introduce Malibu. So for those of you who don't know, Malibu is eight years old and she's my pitbull mutt. Um, and she's very interesting. She's a very unique personality. She's a Capricorn. Her birthday's in December. And so I looked up some traits common to Capricorns, and those include ambitious. Um, and I'd say Malibu's pretty ambitious. And so with that, uh, Capricorns are also very persistent. So she's both ambitious and she has a goal, and that's to annoy you. And she's persistent in that she actively tries to annoy you consistently. And she's also very sensitive. So if you yell at her, she'll probably act really sad, but don't be fooled. She's not actually sad. She's practical. I definitely don't think that's true. She's not practical at all. Um, something impractical she's done is eaten our entire wall. Like, is that practical for anyone? No. But did she do it anyway? Yes. And disciplined. She's definitely not disciplined. Um, and we'll get more into that as the podcast goes on, but I'll just leave it at there for now. So yeah, I'd say she is a mix of her Capricornian traits, but she's also not some of her Capricornian traits. One trait that she definitely is, is stupid. And that's what we're going to mainly be talking about today. Um, my entire family has come to the consensus that we think she has some sort of mental disability. Um, this has not been properly diagnosed by any vet. And honestly, we've learned to just live with it and her mental issues. Um, and the reason why I've determined and my family's determined this is we've been around dogs our entire lives. And we had another dog before this that was relatively normal. 
and around like a similar breed. So we know in particular that she is something special. And my friend Mari, shout out to Mari, um, has three very smart poodles. And she came over once and was like staring at my dog, I guess. And she could just tell that my dog's eyes were, I think she said something like lifeless, like, look at her eyes. They're so empty. Uh, and I can't, I can tell that she's not listening to a word I'm saying. And to that, I would, I would agree. It just goes through one ear and out the other. If you tell her not to do something, she doesn't hear it. If you tell her to do something, she doesn't hear it. She doesn't even know how to properly sit and she's eight years old. And that's like the one thing you're really supposed to teach your dog how to do. Um, so she's very dumb. We'll talk about like things she likes to eat that she's not supposed to or drink that she's not supposed to. Um, if she was to have a last meal on like death row, her favorite human foods and foods in general would include pepperoni, cheese, peanut butter, popcorn, and to drink with a side of toilet water. Um, no, she's not supposed to be eating any of those things. And yes, they all make her sick. Does that stop her from constantly pursuing eating those things? No. Like I said, she's a Capricorn. She's persistent. Um, and so before I get hate, because I know that was kind of mean, I just want to emphasize that I love dogs. I love do all dogs. I even love Malibu sometimes. However, she can also drive me crazy. And I just want to emphasize that I still like her, still love her, but she has a lot of issues. Um, so the next section of the podcast is we're going to be talking about some of Malibu's odd habits. Now, there are a lot here, and these are just some of them. Um, these odd habits are hard to rationalize just in general, but if you want to know why she acts so weird later, I feel like it's important to understand her as they are key facets of her personality. So one thing you should know about her is she absolutely hates walks. Um, every time she gets on a leash, she is essentially paralyzed. She will not move. She will sit on the ground and tug and tug and tug until she's able to slip out of her collar. Her tail goes in between her legs and she freaks out. Um, that makes her essentially useless as both a dog and a fitness tool. I feel like many people use walks with their dogs as very therapeutic during this time. And Malibu is just completely useless and ineffective in doing that. And because we cannot take her on walks, we had to hire a dog whisperer, which takes her on hikes that are, of course, off leash. But when she's with him, she feels like a free wolf, I guess. She's very free spirit in that way. Um, something else that's weird about her personality is she absolutely hates puppies. She actually despises them. Um, she will growl and bark and be nasty with them and potentially attack them if you're not careful. And basically, to summarize this facet of personality, she's not nice. And she's not nice to a lot of dogs, but in particular, puppies. And sometimes she's okay with other dogs. Mainly, she just ignores them because she only really cares about herself. Um, something else, I guess, to discuss is that she'll only poop in two specific places. Um, in our backyard dog run or our neighbor's yard. And that is it. She won't poop anywhere else. She'll get really, really nervous. Also, you can't look at her when she goes to the bathroom or she won't go. She needs her privacy. Um, another thing about Malibu, fun fact, is she would kill the mailman if given the opportunity. And we've actively had to apologize to the mailman. We've spoken to him. We've left him notes of apology. And we've tried very hard to get her to stop this negative behavior. She's actually cracked the window in our home trying to get to the mailman. Um, so that's just another expense to add on to her crazy list of things that she has cost us during her lifetime. Um, and also every year we give the mailman a fat Christmas present because we feel so bad about our awful dog. Um, <laughs> She also barks at her food every night. We don't know why she does this, and she generally barks a lot throughout the day at random things. Um, again, we have no idea, but one thing we've been able to track in particular that she barks at is 
She barks at her food every night before she eats it. She barks for 20 minutes at her food. Also, you cannot be in the room when she eats. Uh, she won't eat in there, and she'll keep barking at you until you leave. So you need to leave the room so she can bark in privacy at her food for 20 minutes. We don't know why she does this, and it is very annoying. Um, but Malibu has ma uh, been able to make, I guess, dog friends, despite all of these odd behaviors. And we have some. There are four surrounding us on all sides of our house and a fifth one across the street, which is great for her. And most of them, except for one, I think, all go to the dog whisperer with her. So it's great. They're all their own like little pack. Um, but even though they're her friends that she sees multiple times a week, she gets very nasty and growls at them through the window. But we know she actually likes them because if given the opportunity, she plays with them, unlike with puppies and the mailman where she tries to attack them. But for whatever reason... Within our home, she feels the need to be nasty and growl at them and bark in a mean way. And she's very mean-spirited. And the neighbors have actually commented on this. And we don't know why either. But we promise that she actually does like those other dogs. At least as far as we know. Again, her behavior is erratic. It's basically unpredictable. I, I don't know. She's a weirdo. Um, something else to know about her. I know there are a lot of these. Don't worry. I'm getting towards the actual story soon. So... Thank you for being patient with me. Um, she gets car sick, and there are a lot of different forms of her car sickness uh, that we've seen throughout the years. She gets a fever often when she goes in the car, and or she vomits everywhere. That's also possible. She hasn't really done that in a while, but she has done that in the past, and we can't keep her in the car for too long because of this purpose. Um, and she always drools and makes a mess in the car. So whenever she goes in there, we have to like put a bunch of towels down and someone needs to sit with her or pet her to calm her down. She does not like sticking her head out the window, but she does like the window open, we think. Honestly, it's hard to tell. She absolutely hates the car. So we just are trying whenever she's in there, which is limited to just make her as comfortable as possible. So she doesn't throw up or get super sick and also uh, if given the opportunity after leaving the car for these periods of time she will have diarrhea um, we don't know why but the car makes her sick and that is just another issue with her because we can't take her anywhere really and the final facet of her personality I'll be discussing before getting into all of the stories is she has a lot of panic attacks and if you've ever seen a dog have a panic attack it is actually not very funny but Malibu has them so often, we've determined that they're basically just like unreasonable at this point and that she's just overreacting to stupid things around the house we can't even see. Um, so whenever she has these panic attacks, she'll follow you around panting and shaking and she'll jump on you and she'll stay near you and basically just follow you around the entire house. And she'll even follow you into the shower, which is very odd for her because she hates water. And we'll get into that later because that falls into another story time about Malibu. And she also will hide in random small crevices around the house um, uh, as long as you're nearby. And this goes on for like an hour. And we've concluded that we think she sees ghosts because there's no other reason why she should be having these panic attacks. Um, and basically, yeah, it's just another form of her ir irrational behavior that we have yet to determine or fix because it is very annoying and very odd. And so, in conclusion, I have never met a dog that acts like Malibu, and all of these personalities and traits have accumulated in eight years and have led to some very funny Malibu stories, which is what I'll be getting into now for the latter part of the podcast. Thank you so much for 
uh, continuing to listen. And I hope you really enjoy these because I genuinely think this will be the most entertaining portion. So the first thing I'm going to talk about happened when I was still in high school. I believe I was either a sophomore or junior in high school when this happened. So Malibu was probably like four, maybe five years old. I would say probably like four years old. And this happened post-band competition. So for those of you who don't know, I was in marching band in high school. And almost every weekend, we would go to these things called band competitions, where, which were these, like, all-day things. I would, like, leave the house at, like, uh, 10 or 11 and come back at, like, 1 a.m., maybe 2 a.m. sometimes. And so this was a particularly far-away band competition. And for that purpose, I came home at around 2 in the morning. Um, I must have gotten a ride home or something like that. I can't remember if I drove myself home or even had the car at this point in time. And I was super tired. I was exhausted. I'd been out all day. I'd been carrying drums around everywhere. It was very emotionally exhausting day for me. And so all I want to do is go to bed. And sometimes Malibu, Malibu loves my room. Another side note, it's because she can see the dogs, some of the neighbor dogs that she's like kind of friends with from my room. And so she's always in here. Um, generally, actually, she doesn't like coming in here unless I'm in here to bother. So this story in particular is also even strange because of that. So I come upstairs and I'm exhausted and tired and all I want to do is go to sleep and my bed is covered in diarrhea. And I know it wasn't anyone else in my family because Malibu had it out for me. And you might be thinking, she can't control it. She just got sick and probably it just happened. No, she knew it was my room. It was a purposeful diarrhea because she wanted to claim the room for her own. And she knew the only way to do that would be to completely wreck my bed so I couldn't go in there. And the only times I would go in there would be to clean where she could then proclaim the room as her own and bother me even more. And you might be thinking, how do you even know it's purposeful? Well, I have further proof. So around the same time, I can't remember if it was before or after, uh, my family was eating dinner at the dinner table and minding our own business. You know, Malibu sometimes comes around to beg and Malibu came up to me and me specifically at the dinner table and growled at me and just walked away. And she snarled at me and it was clearly directed towards me. She knew I was still angry about the diarrhea incident. And because of that, I know that it was intentional. Um, she intentionally does not like me. Since then, we have somewhat mended our relationship, but I don't know. It's still a very rocky issue between us. So that's our first story. Next, we're going to go into a segment I like to call Malibu's legal troubles. Now, you might be thinking, how does a dog... Uh, run into trouble with the law. Malibu's actually had many different um, incidents with the law as she does not know how to follow it because not only does she not speak English, but she doesn't understand gestures or emotions or what is right and wrong. She has no moral compass. Um, so the first thing I'm going to talk about is the cops were called to our house. And you might be wondering why that is. And I was wondering that too when I got the call from my parents saying the cops are at our house if we don't know what's wrong. And the reason why they were called to our house is because my dog is annoying and she does not stop barking. And sometimes she'll bark for hours on end. And someone in our neighborhood realized it was her and was pretty fed up with her. And honestly, I can't even blame them because she's genuinely that annoying and she's genuinely that loud. And I think we just given up on telling her to shut up because it's just like I said, it's in one ear, out the other. It's completely useless. And so the cop showed up to our house and said they will take her away <laughs> if this happens again. And so we ended up having to confront the neighbor who called the cops and like discuss with them about what could be done. But yeah, that was Malibu's first, I think, run-in with the law or one of her first run-ins with the law. Um, another one I actually wasn't present for was our dog whisperer was almost sued because of my dog in particular. 
Um, Malibu, like I said, doesn't like being on the leash. So my dog Whisper does not have her on the leash. And one day he parked his white van where he puts all the dogs in it, like a block or two away from our home. And some lady was rollerblading by and Malibu doesn't like things with wheels. That's another odd character trait of hers. We don't know why. I feel like that's a kind of a common dog trait, which is why I didn't cover it in the abnormal behavior section. But again, just throwing that in there. And so she saw this lady rollerblading and she lunged at them. And yes, she's not on a leash. She probably should have been on a leash. And the dog whisperer was, ended up catching her, but the lady did fall down. And nothing was hurt or anything like that. She didn't break any bones or anything. Um, she probably might have bruised her bum a little bit, but she got so angry. She threatened to sue the dog whisperer. She attempted to pursue this legally. Um, she obviously was not able to sue on ground, any sort of grounds because I don't think it's technically illegal for the dog to be off leash in the residential neighborhood. Um, but again, yeah. So that was another instance where Malibu was causing some emotional legal stress within various different kinds of people. This time, not my immediate family, but the dog whisperer. Next story. <sighs> this is uh, quite an interesting one, very unique, and I urge you to bear with me. So Malibu and PetSmart have a very bad relationship, and she is no longer allowed inside PetSmart, and here's why. Um, she used to get baths at PetSmart. So we would take her there like once every month or two to get a pretty intensive bath because she, she goes on these hikes with the dog whisperer all the time. She's constantly really dirty and it's very hard to wash her. And she just causes a bunch of, she's a pain and we can't wash her that well. So we would take her to get bathed there. Sometimes we'd even get her like some tramp stamps, like, like fake ones, you know, that'll wash off. Or like we'd have them paint her nails sometimes because she's a diva and we want her to exude that, per not only exude that personality, but we want that to be apparent to other people when they see her. Like she's a force to be reckoned with and she is very dramatic and we want her look to uh, emblemize that. Anyway, regardless. Uh, in order to get her to PetSmart, we did have to drive her there. Now, I believe I mentioned this earlier, but Malibu does not like the car and often gets car sick. So it's even a risk to drive her there because we don't want her to immediately ruin all of the hard work in bathing her. Um, getting her in the car was always a mess. Dragging her through the PetSmart parking lot, mess. Dragging her through the entire store, something you should know about the ba bath section of PetSmart. It's in the very, very back of the PetSmart we would take her to. So this would require us dragging her through the store on the leash and attempting to make sure she doesn't slip out and attack another dog. Um, so that was also an issue. And then finally, we'd get her to the back of the store. And something else you should know about Malibu, she hates water. She does not like water at all. And so Getting bathed is not a good time for her. So yeah, she hated PetSmart. Absolutely hated it. I can't say I blame her. Most dogs don't like bathing, but she did make it extra difficult with her erratic behavior. And um, one day she got really nasty with one of the PetSmart employees that was bathing her. We're not exactly sure what happened, but Malibu is a big, scary dog. And if she gets nasty with someone, she can also be described as difficult to work with. Um, she's a diva. And so one of the workers uh, explain, explained to my mother when we came to pick her up that day that Malibu was acting in her diva self. Um, she uh, lunged at somebody trying to give her a bath, and this has been a continuous issue with her. She has behavioral issues. In addition, they've noticed her being dragged through the store and looking very miserable, and this was bad for their image. And so they strongly encouraged us to never bring Malibu to PetSmart again. And so thus... That is why Malibu has, is no longer allowed at PetSmart. 
Another side note to this PetSmart story is before she was even banned from there, when she was a puppy, we would take her there for puppy classes. And she actually flunked the puppy class at PetSmart. She did not pass. And they recommended her taking the class again. And so the final section of this Malibu Storytime podcast is Malibu's toys. And I just wanted to outline this because I feel like it's very essential in understanding her personality. She likes anything that's not hers. We will buy her toys. She could care less. She'll probably just destroy them for play with them for maybe an hour and then get bored. But she loves toys that do not belong to her, particularly balls. And this can be any kind of ball. She loves a good tennis ball, as most dogs do. But she also loves basketballs and volleyballs. And our neighbors love throwing balls over the fence. And she loves popping them. We've tried many times to explain to her that she cannot just go and take things from people. And this does not resonate with her because she's a user and she only is focused on Malibu. And basically it's Malibu's world and we're all living in it. Um... And the same neighbor's house that she likes to poop at, she also likes to take toys from their dog. And in particular, there was this one chicken toy um, that she really enjoyed. And I thought this was relevant as my fenced name is Band Chicken to mention. Um, she took it and it's the only plastic toy that Malibu owns that she's managed to not break. And the reason why she hasn't broken it is because it's someone else's toy. It's the other dog's toy. And she wants to hold power over that other dog. She wants to be like, I can take what I want when I want, and I can choose whether or not to break it. Like, she's conniving in that way. She's stupid, but she's conniving. And she's a user, and she uses people, and she uses other dogs, and this is a continuous portion of her behavior. And so, with that being said, that's all the Malibu stories I think I'm going to tell for today. Um, in conclusion, my dog has a lot of problems. Um, we don't know what went wrong with her. However, she's nevertheless very entertaining during this quarantine time. And because she's been entertaining me, I thought I would bring this entertainment to you via my first podcast. Malibu was by and far the most requested thing that I talk about on my podcast. I hope this was enjoyable for you. I hope it was informative. With that being said, I definitely still highly encourage you to adopt. Malibu is a rescue. Uh, we don't know what breed specifically she is, but... Nevertheless, I would still encourage you to adopt. And I want to let you all know that I'm really excited to see you next time. Be sure to stay active on Band Check-In um, to see upcoming shows. And let me know about more topics you'd love for me to talk about. Um, this was really fun. And I hope you all enjoyed. See ya! This is the Band Check-In Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah!